so we got the story last time um we ended it when um melkor and angolian destroyed the two trees of valinor uh the two trees um, which were giving light to of day and night uh, to the whole of middle earth practically uh were pretty much sucked dry by angolian all right here we go after a time a great concourse gathered around the ring of doom and the valar sat in shadow for it was night but the stars of varda now glimmered overhead and the air was clear for the winds of manwe has driven away the vapors of the death and rolled back the shadows of the sea then yavana rose and stood upon azelohar the green mound but it was bare now and black and she laid her hands upon the trees but they were dead and dark and each branch that had touched broke and fell lifeless at her feet then many voices were lifted in lamentation and it seemed to those that mourned that they had drained the, to the dregs the cup of woe that melkor had filled for them but it was not so yavana spoke before the valar saying the light of the trees has passed away and lives now only and lives now only in the silmarils of fenor for sighted was he even for those who are mightiest under iluvatar there is some work that they may accomplish once and once only the light of the trees i brought into being and within aea i can do so never again yet had i but a little of that light i could recall life to the trees ere their roots decay and then our herd should be healed and the malice of melkor be confounded all right uh i'll just stop here just to comment on it um so here we get the first things of first idea of this concept that um pretty much the first idea of this concept um that many things uh many things can a person or a valar or an elf or a man can achieve only once what exactly am i to understand by that what i understand is that many times mm, it's some kind of craft some kind of power or a mana or something in terms of you can think of a power or or a amount of thing that you have inside you that you put yourself into that one thing and once you have done that you don't have it anymore you cannot replicate the the thing that you created it's it's different than the scientific approach as we follow in our daily world that um uh, the scientific result of a scientific experiment of any kind should be able to be repeated over and over again for it to be proven or what not 
here it's talking about magic something beyond science something beyond uh, our comprehension that Varda Elbereth the the high king uh, the high queen of everything and that's living in Middle-earth one of the angels one of the demigod demigods you can say she created the light of the two trees she created two trees and their lights and she's not able to do that again that thing that she had inside her that made her or that gave her the opportunity or the power to create these two trees she cannot do that again that's that was it for her it's not like Melkor destroyed the trees and and we can't think of them as just planting some trees and they grew up and started giving light no she put a lot of herself into those trees and that thing cannot be replicated that thing cannot be uh, copied or done again she did it and she cannot create new trees now okay sure Melkor and Angolian drained the light out of the two trees and now she should be able to just create new new trees and it should be all fine and dandy and everything but no she can't do that and here's where we get she can't do that many things any children of Iluvatar or anything that's created uh, either Valar or Mayar or man or elf is only able to create once in their whole lifetime and they cannot do that again same goes for the Silmarils of Feanor as well but that maybe uh, we should save that discussion for uh, some other time but for now she pretty much says that she can't do that but she might be able to replicate the light that Feanor's Silmarillions captured because as we remember if you read the Silmarillion up to this part or listen to the previous episodes of this podcast you should know that um, Feanor made the Silmarils and the Silmarils captured the light of the two trees and then he but it's just not the captured light it's something on its own as well so like Feanor made the Silmarils it captured the light of the two trees but it's something more he put something of himself in them as well that's why they're different from just like a feel or something where it just captured the light um, for example if you obviously um, are reading Silmarillion then you have probably already read Lord of the Rings and if you remember in the Lord of the Rings there is an item there is a thing called the feel of Galadriel and and it has captured the light of Arendel, uh, their brightest star, as Galadriel uh, said. So it's a capture that the feel of Galadriel has the light of Arendel, their star, Arendel, who uh, was uh, Elrond's dad. But the thing to know is that Silmarils were different than a feel. Silmarils are not just something that just capture the light of the two trees and that's it. No, it, they are much more. They have a light of their own as well. If you remember reading it uh, in the previous chapter, Silmarils 
Silmarils have light of their own as well. Well, which makes them different than um, different from uh, from just a, a light capturing device, basically. Um, so here we um, basically Varda, uh, the queen of the Valar, is asking uh, that. Well, if I had some of that light from the uh, Silmarils of Fëanor, I might be able to um, rekindle the trees, or I might be able to make make something like that. Um, I might be able to like put some life into the trees again if I were to have uh, that light that that uh, Fëanor has captured. Um, but as we shall see, it did not really uh, sit well with um, Fëanor. So let's uh, continue. Then Manwe spoke and said, Hearest thou, Fëanor, son of Finwë, the words of Yivana? Wilt thou grant what she would ask? There was long silence, but Fëanor answered no word. Then Tulkas cried, Speak, O Noldo, yea or nay, but who shall deny Yivana? And did not the light of the Silmarils come from her work in the beginning? But Aule, the Maker, said, Be not hasty, we ask a greater thing than thou knowest. Let him have peace yet a while. Oh my god, I just want to stop here and comment on this, because I know it's just like two lines basically, but I just want to stop here because there is a lot to say here. Obviously, Manwe, the High King of the Valar, um, is addressing uh, Feanor and basically asking him, uh, well, you heard Yavanna. Um, what, what you gonna say about that? Um, can you, um, you gonna give her the Silmaril so we can, like, rekindle the light of the two trees? Or not? Um, and, well, yeah, I mean, uh, if you look from his perspective, it's, like, pretty clear, like, He's a god. Manwe is the god and high king of all of Arda, the whole universe, basically. And he's just asking this this elf that was born yesterday, according to him, because Manwe has been around for the beginning of everything. And then came these elves, and Feanor is one of the elves. And he's just asking, well, you heard her, so... What's it gonna be? I'm gonna give the give the damn Silmaril or not? Like, what's up? Obviously, um, well, Fëanor, as we know from his character reading in the last few chapters, it's uh, he's a uh, he's really proud guy, and he, he he's like a obviously with all his character flaws and everything that we shall obviously find out soon enough uh, no spoilers um, he uh, he doesn't take kindly to being like just addressed like that and just asked things and obviously Tolkas uh, the wrestler as you remember Tolkas he's the 
He's a UFC fighter of the Valar. He likes fighting and wrestling. Um, well, he um, well he says it in pretty clear words. Well, what's it gonna be? <laughs> yeah or nay? Like, yeah. Like, are you really gonna, like, freaking deny Yavanna? Dude, are you, like, serious? Like, are you thinking you're not saying anything? Why are you not yourself offering or something? You should already be offering this to the gods. Here, god, take it. You should be doing that. And and he's, like, really, really surprised by, by fear or silence or something that he just went out and said it. Like, yeah, like, who, who shall deny Yavanna? She's, like, one of the mightiest Vala. And you're gonna, like, stand there and say nothing while she's asking you for something that you made. And obviously then he makes the point of saying that, yeah, did, did, did the light of Silmaril not come from um, the light of the two trees? Fëanor made the Silmarils while by capturing the light of the two trees. And here we see the difference between the Valar. The Valar are not some one monolith, um, one mind kind of group um, that they all think alike and have the same belief or uh, beliefs about everything. No. They, they are different, their character is different, their uh, motivations might be a wrong word to use maybe, um, but they have different char character and they have different understanding of things. Many of the Valar might be really an expert at one thing, but he might be not really ignorant or uninformed about something else, basically. Um, so, so he says that Aule, you know, like, if you remember, Aule is the one who makes things, right? He's the maker. He, like, uh, ma made the shape of uh, of Middle-earth and everything. The mountains, how everything is shaped and whatnot. And, obviously, um, he is also the creator of the dwarves. And, as we know, he had a really hard time. But, obviously, he is a good servant of Iluvatar. Being Iluvatar is the god. Um, so... Obviously, he yielded his uh, creation, which is the dwarves, but he had a hard time doing that. A little, like, he hesitated a little bit. He wanted them to survive. So, Aule the Maker said, well, be not hasty. Um, like, this is a really big thing that you're asking him, so chill and give him some space and time to think, maybe. Like... Like, calm down a little bit. Like, you don't know what you're asking. You don't know. Because when you make something, you uh, put something of yourself into it. And then, like, someone else asks you to just have them. Can, 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 like, they have, have what thing that you made? It's not easy. It's not easy in this uh, aspect of uh, the creation that is going on over here. Fëanor made these Silmarils and he put his energy and his essence into them. Obviously, it captures some light of the of the two trees as well, but still, it's something a unique creation. And how unique? Well, as unique, they were never replicated. That's how unique. 
it's like as unique as the trees of Valinor. Yvanna made the trees and she's not able to make the trees again. Fëanor made these Silmarils and he's not able to make them again. That's how unique. And nobody else is ever able to make an object like that ever again in the whole, throughout the history of Middle-earth. So that's how unique. So Aule understanding because he's a maker as well as the title clearly suggests over there. Aule the maker, uh, well, he well, he said, well, yeah, give, give him time. Let, let, let him think. Like that's a good obvious thing to do. That's the only thing to do. Okay, let's uh, continue. Let's see if you guys can see the text. Okay, I think you can see. Oh, it's going white again. My goodness, this is gonna be annoying as hell. I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hold on, let me check some. Let's see if this kind of works. Okay, it did work. There we go. Okay. Thank God. Bloody hell. That was weird. Just weird. <clears throat> okay. But Fionor spoke then and cried bitterly. For the less even as for the greater, there is some deed that he may accomplish but once only. And in that deed his heart shall rest. It may be that I can unlock my jewels, but never again shall I make their like. And if I must break them, I shall break my heart, and I shall be slain, first of the Eldar, first of all the Eldar in Amman. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I'm sorry if I have to like stop right here just to comment on this little paragraph. I don't know, maybe I should continue and then come back to it. Because uh, uh, if I do like it, it like this, then bloody hell, it's gonna... Not gonna be able to even get to the half of the chapter before the time is up. But, okay. Let's. Okay, let's. Okay. Um, so, Fëanor spoke... And obviously he uh, he heard what Yuvana said and he exactly could relate to what Yuvana said. And he said like, well, you might be greater, I'm lesser than you, obviously. Uh, but as you cannot replicate the trees of Valinor in the same way I cannot replicate the Selmarils that I made. And and I can't make them again. And if I like break them to give you the light so you can rekindle the trees, it will break me, it will break my heart. And that's just so much, such a profound statement that it will break his heart to do, th to do that. And he pretty much says it clearly, like, you'd have to pretty much kill me to get them. 
And that'll be like the first of all the all of the elves, first of the all of the Eldar to die in this Aman, Aman, the peaceful land of Aman. This blessed realm. I'll be the first one to die here if you like come for my Silmarils. Spoke it clearly, clearly, without any doubt or anything. And that's just, yeah. He's just like trying to make you, everybody understand that as Yavanna can't do it, like, in the same way he can't do it again either, so... Just, you'd have to kill him to get the Silmaril, simple as that. <clears throat> not the first, said Mandos. But they did not understand his word. And again, there was silence. While Feanor brooded in the dark, it seemed to him that he was beset in a ring of enemies. And the words of Melkor returned to him, saying that the Silmarils were not safe if the Valar would possess them. And, and is he not Valar as, as are they? said his thought. And does, does he not understand their heart? Yeah, a thief shall reveal, reveal thieves. Then he cried aloud, This thing I will not do of free will, but if the Valar will constrain me, then shall I know indeed that Melkor is of their kindred. Whoa. <laughs> I should continue. I should I should read continue. Then Mando said Thou hast spoken and Nina arose and went up to Elzohar and cast back her grey hood and with her tears washed away the, the filaments of Angolian and she sang in mourning for the bitterness of the world and the marring of Arda. But even as Niena mourned, there came messengers from Forminos, and they were Noldor, and bore new tidings of evil. For they told how a blind darkness came northward, and in the midst walked some power, for which they were, there was no name, and the darkness, darkness issued from it. But Melkor also was there, and he came to the house of Feanor, and there he slew Finway, king of the Noldor, before his doors, and spilled the first blood in the blessed realm. For Finway alone had not fled from the horror of the dark, and they told that Melkor had broken the stronghold of Forminos and taken all the jewels of the Noldor that were hoarded in that place, and the Silmarils were gone. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Not the first, said Mandos. Mandos, as you know, he knows everything. Mandos knows everything that is gonna happen in Narda for a really, really long time. Pretty much until the end. Maybe really, like, few things that he does not know. He knows everything else. And he doesn't obviously tell that to everybody. He does not go around telling people their fate. He doesn't do that. He speaks really seldom. 
and only speaks when it's really, really necessary. And here he said, pretty much, as we saw by the end of the passage I just read, he said, not the first. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not going to be the first one uh, to die in this blessed realm. You're not going to be the first one. But obviously nobody else understood what he, exactly he meant. But he knew what he meant. Because he knew who was going to die. Who, who was going to be the first uh, person to die in, in, in Valinor. So he knew that. And... So... Uh, other thing, uh, obviously, uh, as you know, as you know, like Fëanor and Melkor kind of like um, grew closer a little bit uh, when Melkor was allowed to roam around. And there, he Melkor obviously tried to poison Fëanor's mind against the Valar. And now, seeing what the Valar were asking of of Fëanor, what they were asking of him to do, like destroy his jewels to give them light. Well, now he understood that, yeah, okay, Melkor was a Vala, he was a thief, he was bad, corrupt, evil. Well, these Valar are his brethren, and they should be the same way as well. Look what they're trying to do now, they're trying to steal my, my jewels, they're trying to, trying to steal my Silmarils. They, they must be the same. Obviously, like, like there's no doubt in his mind. Like what Melkor said was right, because Melkor was a thief, and yeah, these thieves are just asking me to give my precious jewels that I made for myself. They're just asking me to give them to to give them to to, to Valar, and and yeah, so. It's, uh, it's heartbreaking and it's sad but but then he obviously announces that yeah he will not give them a free will and obviously he put, puts on the um, puts it on the table puts it all out that if Valar take them with force then <laughs> they are no better than Melkor, basically. That's what he's telling. Exactly, that's what he's telling. That they are not better than than Melkor. It's a harsh thing to say, but from his perspective, it makes the most sense. And th that's what it is. Obviously, Mandos uh, speaks again, and, um, well, yeah, you've said your thing, so, yeah, calm down. Uh, Nina, anybody remember Nina? Well, Nina is the Valar of Mercy, and, um, she cries for the, um, for all the hurts that are caused in the universe. She uh, tries to uh, purify everything, and she's mercy and empathy and everything that's good. And well, she sheds a lot of tears to try to wash um, all the defilements that Angolian and Melkor um, made uh, in these uh, in the in these blessed lands and uh, it's uh, it's a uh, sad 
sad. Okay, then comes the... Um, so as they are, like, Nina is doing that, Fjernor has spoken his piece, and Mandos has said his thing, and, like, everybody's, like, wondering what's gonna happen. Then come come the messengers from no, uh, from Forminos, uh, where the Noldor live. And they announced that, <clears throat> well, Melkor came there and pretty much killed uh, Finway. Finway, the High King of Noldor, in the in the beginning, remember, um, it's um, remember it was uh, Finway, it was um, Finway, Elway, and Ingway. So it was Ingway, the High King of the Vanyar, Finway, the High King of Noldor, and Elway, the High King of the Teleri. So these were the three kindreds of uh, elves that woke up in Quibian and, and then made their way um, to uh, to to Valinor, and um, that's where they um, well that's where they um, stayed for the most part. And Finve became the high king of Noldor, and Finve's son were like Fingolfin and Feanor and. Uh, uh, Finarfin. So that's where the, it is. So Finway was killed by by Melkor. Then Finway died, and what else happened? Melkor stole everything. Melkor stole the Silmarils. Here Fëanor is trying to bloody defend his Silmarils and trying to like not have the Valar destroy them to create the two trees of the Valinor again and trying to like defend his like creation and what he hears bloody Melkor the main evil the main thief he stole his Silmarils and ran away would have been better to give him give him to the Valar, but obviously I'm not asking uh, him or not I'm not asking neither expecting him to uh, give them to the Valar, obviously. But still, it's uh, the Silmarils are stolen. Yeah, Melkor stole the Silmarils. While the Valar and 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 Feanor and everybody was discussing what to do, uh, how to rekindle the trees and what to do with the Silmarils, uh, Melkor came, killed the High King Feanor's uh, father, and stole the Silmarils. They were gone. I'm wondering if we should uh, stop here or continue or not what do you guys think I mean I'm fine with stopping here as well I know it's a really small uh, part that we did but obviously you know my, my, my computer is getting mad and everything but okay I think it's good now okay so should should I stop or continue? Hmm. I said I should stop, so I did till here. Uh, Silmaril were stolen, so I guess uh, we'll uh, I'll do the next one maybe some other day. 
I'll try to keep keep like keep doing like smaller uh, sessions now on onwards instead of doing like really long ones. I'll just keep doing um I'll do them like more frequently but like not as long as I used to do in in the beginning. So I'll uh, probably just do them uh, few paragraphs and try to just discuss them but try to do them daily maybe. We'll see. Um yeah. So thank you for watching. Good stuff. And um if you want to like catch up um up till here, listen to to the podcast. Uh uh just try to google google it or try to search on YouTube or any uh podcast application that you have. Just uh, search for um Estelle Pod. E S T E L P O D and you'll find it in on pretty much on all of the podcasting uh, networks that you uh, can think of it should be there and you can catch up till now uh we pretty much went through every chapter and every paragraph of every chapter up till now we did not skip anything at all so if you're like if you just want to like listen to it can be like even an audio book basically yeah we obviously we comment about uh, after every paragraph and what not but still uh if you want to um just catch up um then yeah just uh, just uh, listen to the podcast or read silmarillion i'd love if you read silmarillion instead of uh, listening to podcast that's fine as well um So I'll catch you guys tomorrow starting from uh, when Fiano rose and let's see what he does. Let's find out together uh tomorrow maybe. Yes.